1: I would like to introduce my guest, Peter Jones. So he is Associate Dean in uh, FAS, so Faculty of Art, Science and Technology. So welcome, Peter. Thank you for today.
2: Hey, Hayley Hansen. It's lovely, it's lovely to be here. It's really nice.
1: Oh, brilliant. Um, so straight in, really. My first question is, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, um, perhaps about your journey to, to where you are today and the role that you, you have at the university?
2: Um, I, well, as you said, I'm, uh, I'm Associate Dean in the Faculty of Arts, Science and Technology. So my, my job currently is really about the kind of uh, supporting the dean and leadership of the faculty. I've got a remit around uh, my, my kind of day job, I guess, is a remit around uh, developing portfolio and student experience. But I'm also involved in, in a couple of projects around uh, activity, physical activity and sports and exercise so I chair a university group called uh, the Sport and Physical Activity Group SPAG, uh, uh, Spag, which is about promoting physical activity uh, at the university and sport for students and staff. Um, I'm also involved in uh, involved in sort of uh, sport and activity locally, and I sit on a few boards to do that. And in my before I kind of uh, in my dim and distant past, I guess I was uh, I was an academic around sport and exercise science. So my my degree was in sport and exercise science. I, I read a PhD uh, around uh, um, exercise for uh, cardiovascular cardiovascular health um but before that before i before i read my degrees i worked in london for about seven years and i worked in in, in banking worked in the bond market so i've kind of worked in a you i've had a proper job um before, <laughs> before before i come to university life and so i guess i'm, I'm very much aware of kind of stresses and strains of, of uh high pressurized situations and uh and what it, i guess it does to our health my I guess now my real my real passion is how I can get people to to move a bit more. That's really important to me.
1: Yeah, I think it's really interesting and in how kind of your background feeds into the work and makes it really relevant for for what you're doing at the university. Um, two points there, SPAG. That's an that's an interesting acronym. <laughs> one, well, it, it was, one, that we not
2: remember. It, it was going to be called SPAM, but it wouldn't let me call SPAM because <laughs> uh, because it wasn't it wasn't management. It was a ball. But uh, yeah, SPAG. Yeah. Um, and,
1: can I also ask a little bit about what you do locally, then, outside the university?
2: So uh, I sit on uh, I sit on three groups. Uh, I'm a I'm a governor at Moulton College, uh, which I'm very passionate about because I think it does it does great work locally for that 16 to 18 uh, year group, particularly. And they have a they have a sort of a large emphasis at the college on on uh, on sport degrees and sport courses. Uh, I also uh, I'm a board member trustee at uh, Northampton Leisure Trust. Uh, which was, which was the old, I guess, many years ago was the sort of sport and leisure in the council and it it came out as a, as a charity. Uh, And that does a lot of, that does a lot of work around hard to reach groups and has sort of social impact. Uh, And then I'm also a board member of uh, Northamptonshire Sport, uh, which is uh, called an active partnership. So there's about 60 odd uh, active Partnerships, which are funded by Sport England in the UK, the ones in Northamptonshire, uh, Northamptonshire Sport. I've been a board member there for about nearly four years, I think, now. Yeah, four years. Uh, and that's all about sort of the promotion of, of, of sports and exercise and physical activity uh, across the county. It's very much, it used to be very much about sport. and it's very much about getting people moving and uh, being active for all of the, the physical and health and mental health benefits of that.
1: So you sound like a pretty pretty busy man. Um, do you spend a lot of time in meetings?
2: Uh, say that again, Hayley.
1: Do you spend a lot of time in meetings? Um, at the moment?
2: Well, uh, <laughs> I think well, everyone in everyone in academia does, but but I think these <laughs> things these things are so so important. I think to me, um, you know, you know, I, when I, when I was when I when I, I guess when I was growing up. Um, uh, people, people suffered typically, life expectancy wasn't as long. People typically died from things like heart disease and cancer. And we know that because of, um, because of the rise predominantly in sort of medication and, and, and pharmaceutical treatments to treat these diseases, survival rates of cancer, survival rates of heart disease, treatments for, for, for these are, are uh, astonishing now compared to 50 years ago. Um, but we know that uh, as a population, we're far less active than we were 50 years ago, and we know there's lots of there's lots of health issues associated with that. And I guess also as a as a population, we're we're aging, we're living longer, um, and uh, that puts lots of strain on sort of the 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 economy and the finances the economy and the NHS. And I guess that that traditional model. Uh, which is wonderful, the NHS model of, of treating people with with um, uh, medicine and, and hospital treatments and surgery is is great and it's very important, but actually we need to look at prevention, and we, nearly, we, we really know that if we, if we could, you know, if we could put exercise and activity in a pill and give it to people, it would change people's lives. So we know that if we get people more active, uh, then they're less likely to get uh, high blood pressure, certain types of cancer, diabetes, osteoporosis, less likely to fall over, less likely to have uh, mental health problems and depression. Uh, They're less likely to have things like stroke, um, heart attacks. There's lots and lots that that sport and exercise and physical activity benefits for the individual. And actually getting people to move more is, is just really, really important. So it's about not just about living longer, I guess, but it's about the quality of our lives as we age um, and, and having a good quality of life. So that's my kind of I'm, I'm a bit of a, um, a preacher, I guess, about this. I'm a real advocate for just how we get people get people moving more in a, in a society that's becoming more and more inactive.
1: Yeah, I think it's a really interesting point. I think we know this, but often we don't act on it. And I think you know that's that's part of the problem. And I only know what I've read anecdotally, and I'm sure you know a lot more, you know, in terms of the research that you've done. But there, there's there's direct links, isn't there, with levels of stress in the body and you know developing diseases, quite serious diseases as well. Is that right?
2: Oh yeah, m- massively, massive. And just I mean, just the whole thing of stress. So we one of the things that came out of the uh, pandemic is that we saw very high levels of, of people with uh, low-level depression and, 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 and high-level depression as well. And yet we know that if people who are more active are more able to, to cope, uh, not just psychologically, but physiologically with stressful situations, stressful environments, we know that people who, who go out and they exercise with, with a, someone else or a group, uh, or a, create creates a community, and it creates of you know makes people feel good, makes makes them happier, and we know that uh, you know stress and and hormones associated with that, like cortisol, are associated with with uh, some diseases and cancers. So if 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 being active ameliorates the the impact of these these hormones and improves our ability to deal with stress and gives us gives us a sense of well being and gives us social interaction and gives us a community. Getting people active is is really important, but I think you're right. It's, it's how we how we maintain that and how we get people to, to, to do that. That's that's the trick.
1: Yeah, yeah. Getting people to actually kind of do what they say they're going to do can be. It's a mindset thing. I I often find, certainly with the work that I do in teaching yoga, I say to some of the classes that I teach, the hardest thing is just to get to a class. Once you're at the class, it's you know sort of downhill from there. It's it's just getting over that mindset. I think.
2: Oh, massively, massively! Get, get, getting out the door, and and actually taking that first step and getting to the class. I completely agree with that. And we all we all do this, don't we? And it doesn't yeah. matter. It, it doesn't matter if you're teaching, or if you're if you're a high level performer. You know, we all go through this process. where we have days where we can't wait to to get out there and do stuff, and other days where oh, it's a real, yeah. it's a real, it's a real bind, isn't it? It's a real drag, and it's it's very easy to, you know, not. Not put the kit on or or not go to the gym or not go for a walk or not get on your bike uh, or turn the alarm clock off. Yeah. Um, Yeah. and uh,
1: snooze.
2: Yeah. And, and, you know, we, that, that, there's lots, you know, there's lots that we can, we can encourage people to do to, to take that step to do that. So getting people to, uh, build it into their lives. So it becomes a normal, it becomes behavior. I mean, we all, we all do things like we, we clean our teeth every morning and before we go to bed. It's almost automatic. Um, there are certain things we do which we don't even think about because we do them day, all the time, uh, every day, and actually that's that's what we kind of need to to create. I think you know it helps for lots of people to create that. That's your approach to be to being active. So if it's you know I go I go running uh, with my mate Joe every Saturday morning at eight o'clock. And I don't even think about it now. And it's um, because it's become that automatic thing. It's also, you know, we have we run around, We're not very fast. And we laugh a lot, and it, we catch up. And it's and it's fun, uh, and it's uh, yeah, it's really it's really enjoyable. But the idea of things becoming automatic. So people exercising at certain times of day or building it into their day-to-day activity. So maybe they're they're walking or cycling to, to work or to and from work, or maybe they're going to a class at lunchtime or before work or after work. And if it becomes a pattern, people are more likely to adhere to it. They don't even question it.
1: Yeah. I understand from some of the research that I've read is it's it's creating that habit so if you do something i'm thinking 10 times it might be more than 10 times but then you almost reprogram your brain so it, it then becomes a habit and also like you said making it something that's really fun we yeah. you know we often think back, back in the old days when you used to drag yourself to the gym not, well i've got to go to the gym and if you hate the gym then it's never going to become something that you enjoy it's never going to become a habit
2: yeah completely completely agree with that and what if it is if it is making it miserable why why why, why? <laughs> why do it Um, yeah and and I think also the um, people typically uh, when there's change in people's life people can make change their life easier so the students we have we have at uh, university there's a the biggest change was when they come to university for the first time so we know if they get into the into good habits then then you know and whether it's about turning up for lessons or or reading notes or or doing that pre-reading they create those good habits and mullet to continue with them and similarly Similarly, with um, with you know sort of people exercising and going to the gym. So, it's like if people people uh, uh, in the new year they have Christmas off and maybe they have a they and the new year they say right I'm going back to work. It's a new year. It's a new me. I'll join the gym. So this is why we see gym membership so high in January. Uh, and I read, I remember a statistic something like um, a third of people who join the gym on January the first. Aren't going by February first, yeah. the and then something like sixty percent of people aren't going by by uh, August the first. The only the only thing that's lighter is uh, people's wallets, people's bank balance. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, my only New Year's resolution is never to start anything new in January because it's it, it's never going to. Like I say, we've already got no money, already a bit down. <laughs> the weather's awful. It's all right, that's that's my only New Year's resolution. Yeah, no, that's I, interesting.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. with that. I, I actually think if you're doing New Year's resolutions, it's always good to do it over Christmas because you've got time off to think about it and time to do it. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> um, can I move on a little bit to talk about some of the research that you do? Say so leading on quite nicely, I think, you know, you're, you're quite active in in the research that you do. I know that you've been studying alongside that as well. So could you talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah. So uh, we're really, really keen at the University of Northampton to um, grow this this concept of, of the campus being a, an active campus uh, not just for, for students but for staff as well I mean the, u- the university has something like we're trying to keep track of them you know it's at least you know 11,000 12,000 students uh, here and well, we have we have about 1500 members of staff at the university and we, we realize that we've got this this huge population and uh, there's an opportunity to 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 nudge these people to to be more active in some ways so we're working with the Students' union, uh, around the, the, the student offer, and we're one of the—I think we're one of only two universities in the UK that offer free membership of, of club, sports clubs and societies for our students, which which is really which is really good. But for for the for, for the staff, we were we were aware that we didn't necessarily uh, do things for for the for the staff at the university. We got this huge I say got this huge community of, of staff, so we've we, we did we we've promoted this idea of University of Northampton being a, an active campus. And, and by that, uh, it's about how we, how we have an environment that uh, promotes activity in different ways and how we, can, how we can facilitate this and how we can make it as easy as possible to be active. Um, so, so underpinning this was a, a piece of work we did. We, we, we did uh, some qualitative research, a questionnaire uh, of, uh, of staff at the university. and We, we, we carried this out uh, early part of this year. And we got something like a 16 percent uh, response rate, and we were curious to know: uh, did 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 staff want to have an opportunity to be active at work? If there was an opportunity to to engage in either sport or or exercise or physical activity, um, would would they would they want to? And if if they did, uh, what sort of things would they would they want to do? Um, so we we uh, I say we got a we got a really great response on this about seventy five percent. Of those who responded actually were in favor of, yes, they would like an opportunity to, to be, to be active, more active in some way. And I think it comes back to this thing of how we can build it into our day so we can adhere to it, how it breaks up the day, how it deals with the kind of helps us deal with sort of stressful situations at work. Um, and then we also, we also were, were, were curious to know uh, what sort of things people, people wanted to do and how active they were already. Uh, and, uh, and if they were aware of, of some of the things we also already did as a university, um, so in, in terms of in terms of uh, the, the, the type of activities people wanted to do, the number one, and you'd be pleased to know this, number one thing that people wanted was um, an opportunity to do uh, yoga. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hence, hence we had a conversation uh, about the idea of running uh, a yoga class at the, uni- at the university for, for staff um, to um, uh, to be active and to be mindful. And to, I mean, I'm, I'm, you, you you can tell me the benefits of yoga far better than, than I can. But <laughs> um, um, but then there was also an there was also a keenness to to have uh, walking groups and uh, to have uh, uh, fitness classes and to have dance uh, availability, of dance, uh, and a whole range of different stuff. So we we found from this this research that there was a real there was a real demand for. Not necessarily uh, sport, I guess, you know, but but definitely definitely sort of activity and physical activity. Um, um, so this is this is this is effectively what we're going to do. We're going to start as part of our active campus initiative. We're kind of soft launching it now, making that available uh, for staff, and also there's a program for students as well. So we're we're building this into the day. So whether it's before work or at lunchtime or after work, opportunities to be to be more active.
1: Yeah, I think the proof will be in the pudding, really, won't it, if people actually, you know, it's easy enough to complete a survey, but like we said earlier, we, we hope that people come to the classes. And even with yoga, it's very different you know, as to when everybody did it in their living rooms for the past two years, getting on Zoom and joining joining virtually. But actually, there's such a lot of value in, you know, that face-to-face being in the room you know, practicing, or from my own experience, practicing with other people. You're going for walks with other people. I think there's a there's a lot to be said for that.
2: Yeah, com- completely agree. And it, and it and in a way, it, it I'm, I'm hoping that in a way, it doesn't become about the activity. It becomes about the the community, uh, mm-hmm. because actually, you know, I the, the in my, my run with Joe on a on a, on a Saturday morning um it's not the run I look forward to it's it's you know we're running around and we're laughing at stuff we're making you know we're making you know making each other laugh and just chatting and it's that that kind of uh the fun bit that's the important bit in a way more more so than than the activity the activity is almost it's almost like a a side product do it of having benefits so so completely agree um uh you know that adherence is important but I think for us I think for us at Northampton, this is going to be a real. It's going to be a real learning experience. So we'll, we'll, we we'll, have got ideas of. We've got people already put their hands up to run, um, uh, yoga, and uh, table tennis, and badminton, and running, and dance, uh, and, uh, and, um, and and basketball, uh, and and uh, and fitness classes. And I think this will, this will expand and some things will work really well. And some things will, will, will have to change the time or change how we do it. But I think it's, um, I think that's, that's kind of normal, you know? Yeah, um,
1: yeah you know? absolutely. It can take up to a year sometimes for people to, you know, just make that move, yeah. join, yeah. get into the habit of it. Certainly, I know when I establish my yoga classes, it can take a good year to establish a class.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I think people's also people's activity changes throughout their lives. So, um, you know, uh, were you when you as a kid, were you were you very active? Were you like a?
1: Yeah, I was. I've always been quite an active person. Yeah. It's never been a chore for me.
2: So, did you do that whole kind of dance and fitness and netball and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah?
1: I love netball, hockey, all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Although the only thing I didn't enjoy and I still don't enjoy is running, and I oh. think that comes from having to do cross country running <laughs> at school. It it scarred me. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: interesting. Yeah, I, I completely. You know, as someone who loves running, uh, I completely, I completely get that. Um, and I, but I, but I also think there's certain times in our lives that we're we're more active than others. So. Uh, you know, you know, as a as a you know, I can remember as a kid, my my mate, uh we'd 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 um we'd gone out and we played we played, you know, football for like two hours or whatever. And then we cycled we cycled 10 miles to play a game of golf oh. with, with, snook, with, uh, with, with golf clubs on our back. And it was. It sounds, I mean, you, I couldn't do it now, but um, <laughs> yes. at that age, you're such a sports billy that that's, you know, you mate rings you up and you go, yeah, we do it. But I think at other times in life when when work's busy or when we start families, families, uh, then, you know, the, the, these things, they, they stop or they slow down. And other times we have a bit more time, maybe as we go into retirement or our our you know our, our kids grow up and leave home, then we become more active again. So I don't think we, we shouldn't beat ourselves up if uh, we we stop exercising or we do less, uh, and we shouldn't necessarily just do the same thing. You know, it it undulates, it changes throughout throughout our lifespan, and I think that's that's normal. That's that's really really normal. So
1: yeah, um, absolutely, I completely agree. For me, it's mindset. I think in the early days as a child you do it for fun and then sometimes it becomes a bit about i don't know weight weight loss or, or gaining weight or any any of those and then you know as i've gotten older it's more about um, reducing my levels of stress just becoming a calmer more focused person and I, I i know and i can feel it if i haven't done yoga or even you know not even an activity meditation if i haven't done that for a while i, I really now start to notice that in in my daily life and in the work that i do
2: yeah, no, I I completely get that. I can, and I think particularly with something like meditation and yoga, which it is it is, um, you know, it's not just physical. Yeah, <laughs> I mean none of these things, but but you know that that kind of uh, that that kind of mental, maybe even that sort of spiritual side, uh, and that ability to kind of uh, de stress and reflect, I think is really really important. I completely get that. My um, uh, uh, my wife will, will, will say to me some days you know you need you need to go for a run (laughs) you you just why why you you just you just obviously do do not you and and, oh yeah okay because because actually it does help you cope with the stress and strains of, of life and you know uh being being that age where you're kind of you know you're trying to Uh, develop your career and you've got children and your my main other function as a life is being a taxi service for my kids as well (laughs) you know it's um it's really important for that for that aspect completely agree with that yeah
1: yeah, i hear that about running that is quite meditative meditative in itself you know that you whatever activity just you know being able to just step away step back take a breath um not think about work or any of the kind of you know daily grind really so i've heard that a lot that's why i kind of think i need i'd like to start running but
2: well, I've, yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. Yeah. And I think some. Yes, I agree with that. Although sometimes I'll put headphones in and I'll listen to music or listen to podcasts. Yeah. Um, I've started um, uh, swimming lessons recently. Um, oh. um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, a, I'm quite a weak uh, swimmer. And uh, uh, my, my, my wife is really quite a good swimmer. She, really, she wanted to do some open water swimming last year. And um, so I bought her a wetsuit for a birthday present. Um, which who, who wouldn't want a wetsuit for their <laughs> birthday present? And she's really excited about this, and said she's going to go to Sywell. So uh, Northamptonshire Sport organise um, open water swimming at Sywell Reservoir. Every, every Saturday and it's, it's, season starts again soon. So she thought well, for the first one, will you come along with me and, and, and go? And I went, well, yeah, of course I will. Yeah, that's fine. And we went along and uh, there's, there's, it's all mapped out like 250 meter and a 500 meter route. And we had our wetsuits on and there's guys in canoes just in case anyone gets into trouble. And uh, we got into the water, and you know, you know, and started is swimming, and we're laughing, uh, and it's just you know, just quite exhilarating. Yeah. And um, she she kind of went off and started swimming, and 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 started doing doing the loops. And these, these guys in, in these guys in canoes were obviously seeing me sort of splashing around in the water, and I got asked on three separate, <laughs> separate asked on <laughs> so three separate co- are you are you out right there, mate? Are you okay? Are you- no, no, no. This is this is this is me. This is fine. This is fun. This is fine. Are you sure you're okay? Do you wanna do you wanna get into the canoe or?
1: <laughs> so I thought
2: you know, you know what? I really need lessons, so I started lessons, and um, which are again, it's just you know, there's a group that goes, and uh, people come and go in the group, and and I, f- I found swimming again really. Yeah. Um, mindful because you're just under the water and you're concentrating on the stroke and your mind's drifting it's really it's just a very I mean it's hard God I find swimming so hard it really is hard but really um, very different and very it's a very nice um, mindful exercise to do for me I think
1: yeah and there's something as well about open water swimming I've done it a few times um, and it's it's actually whatever you you might agree or, or disagree it's not actually about the swimming in in no. kind of open water it's you know just getting over the fact that you've got to get into this water and it's freezing and then you're and you've got to control your breath and yeah it's an interesting experience it's not something i, I do regularly but i certainly have some experience of that it's the, it's cold for me uh,
2: <laughs> yeah it's cold but you i guess you're kind of in 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 nature and you'll see yeah. things in the water that you wouldn't normally see from the riverbank there's a great uh, there's a great book called um, Waterlogged. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the author um, who 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 uh, went around the country uh, doing op- doing um, open water swimming, and he wrote a book about it. And it's a it's a fantastic it's a fantastic book because it's just. Open water swimming was just really important to him, and it—the um, whole thing of seeing nature—and but also, I guess, before you know, this is where every every community used to have a, a river or a brook or somewhere or a lake where they would swim. It was a normal thing to do, and I guess with the advent of the swimming pools, open water swimming sort of died out uh and we kind yeah. of I guess we had lots sort of Lido's in sort of thirties and forties and fifties. But people are rediscovering it, which is a really nice it's a really nice thing to do because I guess it's um I guess it's you know it's kind of awareness of of the environment. Uh so it's a great it's a great movement the open water swing movement I
1: think. Yeah. Well being in nature itself is a stress reliever, isn't it? Just being outside. <laughs>
2: Oh, definitely. There's I mean, there's 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 great research around uh, the benefits of uh, exercising sort of green environments, exercise, which is which is kind of, you know, as uh, with with plants and also blue blue environments as well. So where there's water uh, and lots of research comparing exercise in inver- urban environments. Uh, or exercise in gyms with exercise in, in green and blue environments. And even, even when they've, uh, when they've uh, recreated using uh, uh, film or virtual reality, green and blue environments in, in, in kind of gyms, it, people found there's, there's, there's added benefits to that. So definitely the whole thing of being out in, in nature uh, is, um, has added benefits for, for people. Yeah, um, definitely. Definitely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. um well, I'm moving on now to my final question, Peter. Um, and you, you've kind of answered this, but I'm not sure if there's anything that you might want to add. Just to ask you, um, how do you support your own well-being? So, you know, you've spoken about the running and, and the swimming. So how do you support yourself? Is there anything anything else that, that you do that you might like to share? Although it sounds like you do a lot already.
2: Um, yeah, well, I, I do. I think I just do different things. And I think it's, um, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like the whole outdoors thing. So um you know I'll, I'll 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 i run and i cycle and i walk and i swim and do things like that which is really nice uh but I also you know I, I love kind of being in the garden and this this time of year as well it's been freezing this week but you know weather's starting to change a little bit a little bit warmer so the whole thing of of being outside in the garden and and, and planting planting things or even just uh, cutting grass is really really important but i also you know and i think sometimes you you want to do these things while well, just listening to your headphones and and listening to a podcast or some music and sometimes you want to do this as, as part of a group or with someone else and it's that it's that kind of fun bantering and, and, and community i guess you you create that's really important so i think it's it's a it's a for me it's um this kind of physical health and i guess mental health it's a it's a number of different things but they all they they overlap uh uh, dramatically. And I think for me, it's also, you know, I know that sometimes I might be, I might be injured or I might be too tired or too busy and I won't ha- have time to, to uh, do that swim or do that cycle, but it's not about beating myself up. It's about, well, thinking, well, actually I won't do it today. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it the weekend. So uh, a, a range of different things. Um, yeah. And then I guess, finally, it's, it's, it's probably about trying different things. and That's quite hard. Uh, so if, if you've never if you've you know if you've never run going running is really hard if you, if you can't swim going swim you know go swim lessons it's a big thing but yeah. taking that first step and trying something uh and exploring it is a really a really positive thing to do and would encourage everyone to to be active and to to move a bit more in uh in one way or another
1: yeah absolutely yeah those two points really there, just you know trying something new say so it's a really hard thing to do but you know it's so so um beneficial and also say I, you know, I teach a lot of this in, in yoga about just being kind to yourself, not beating yourself up because as soon as you start to get into that cycle, it's just counterproductive. So like I say, just not beating yourself up about it and just starting again the next day.
2: Yeah. 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 But, but and I, I'm, I'm going to evangelize here a bit, but um, you know, we, we want people to, to move more. So it's not about donning uh, lycra. Uh, it's not about being a mammal. Um, yeah. lycra. You know, it's if moving more is about uh, it's, parking your car far away from your house so you've got to walk to your car to get to your house it's about uh, using public transport is when you go to the supermarket. Don't push a trolley, take two shopping baskets, so you've got to carry some some extra weight. You know, you know, uh, you could you could move your you could move your television uh to the top of your house. Every time you want to watch television, you've got to walk upstairs and move your bed downstairs because then you would have to walk up more to, to your stairs. It's about yeah. doing a bit of gardening. It's, it's about all those things. You know, when you go to the, when you go to the supermarket. Don't, don't, park, don't drive around the car park for 10 minutes trying to find a car parking place nearest to the, car, to the supermarket. Park as far away as possible. All those things add a bit of activity into your day and they all have benefits.
1: Yeah, I think that's brilliant advice. And we're all guilty of that in the car park. I don't know why we do it. There's so many spaces <laughs> at the other end of the car park. <laughs> oh, my,
2: my kids hate this of me. My kids always, they're used to it now. But it's like, Dad, why are we parking in the far <laughs> corner with the recycling? <laughs>
1: Brilliant. Well, so we'll draw this uh, conversation to a close, really, Peter. Um, I've thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. I think there's some really um, kind of in, in, a lot of insight there, a lot of, lot of support for people as well. So hopefully, you know, you've managed to inspire some people as well a little bit today. So um, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, Peter, for your time.
0: Thanks, Haley. Really enjoyed it. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that interview. So until next time, thank you very much again for listening.